Osiris. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Welcome back to We Move Through Stormy Weather, a podcast where we break down jams, the evolution through band's history. Today we are here with an extremely special episode. No, today we are not talking about Fish, we are talking about Goose, one of my favorite bands uh, recently has exploded onto the jam scene in the last couple of years. If for some reason you have not heard of them or have not listened to them at this point, I highly recommend it. Uh, today we are here to discuss Goose's uh, 2021, which was an incredible year for them, and look ahead to the Jam of the Year 2021 bracket, um, which uh, I am part of the seating committee on, and I've got the rest of the seating committee uh, here with me today. Uh, we've got Rosie, we've got Terry, we've got Jive Goose, and we've got Neil. Everybody say hi. Hey. Hi. Hello, folks. All right, the the five of us have been hard of hard at work over the last uh, few weeks or couple of months or however long it's been, uh, compiling our lists of the top sixty-four jams and making it into an amazing bracket for you all. So what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be taking you through um, the seedings and the matchups in the first round. We're going to be highlighting some that look uh, interesting to us. Um, and looking ahead to future rounds and what we think might happen. Before we dive in, however, I do want to let everybody know that this is coming out on uh, Friday, January 7th. Um, at this time, there is also a post uh, on ryanstorm.substack.com explaining everything about the bracket, everything uh, you need to do in order to participate, so please go check that out. Um, link will be in the description of the podcast. Um, you will have from today until two Fridays from now. I, can anyone give me the date off the top of my head? I already forgot it. Is it the 21st? I think it's the 21st. Uh, until the 21st, uh, just like a March Madness-style pool, you can fill in your own bracket of what you think is going to win the whole thing. 
Um, you can win points. There will be a prize pool towards the end uh, that we will be announcing soon, so get excited for that. And voting uh, for the first matchups uh, begin on Saturday, January 22nd. So let's get excited for that. All right, gentlemen, are you ready to go through this bracket? All right, so we're going to dive into some matchups now, starting with uh, the TED region. Our four regions are named after the four teams from the Fred the Festival games, which is a good idea that we came up with in the summer, and I think it's a great idea. Uh, so anyway, first matchup, we've got uh, the, the overall one seed, uh, the June 15th, a Western Sun from Perry, New York, uh, up against a 16 seed, uh, which would be the Arrow from July 10th in Denver. Anybody got any thoughts on this? It's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> it's, you yeah. know what? And, and all of you guys were at Denver uh, Sculpture Park, weren't you? Yes. I wasn't. I was the only one who didn't yes. go. No meal. Yeah, that was a, the, the July 10th uh, Arrow good you know maybe has a case to be made maybe that it's not a 60 seed but um yeah it's just gonna get smashed by this this western sun which you know i think we all agree best jam of the year we i, I think all five of us had it as our number one overall pick uh, early jotty favorite it, it is an early favorite and i think it's been a favorite since june 15th agree well you know one other interesting thing about the 710 arrow is that uh Daniel and I were the only two of us who included it in our top 64. Hmm. Squeaked out a spot in. I, I think, you know, the, the arrow to me, fantastic jam. I love that darkness they get into in the last couple of minutes. Just for me, there were, there were too many uh, arrows this year that were over 20 minutes, but, you know, were mostly type one and didn't really do anything like crazy exciting in the improvisation range. This one's really cool. Um, but I think it's kind of detracted a little bit by how they executed the segue into creatures. You all know, you've heard my, <laughs> you've heard me talk about this. Um, but Peter kind of starts playing the creatures intro over the last minute or so of the jam. But instead of them just like flowing cleanly into yeah. it, they stop. Um, which, you know, takes a little yeah, bit away for him. It's a full odd dropout. I listened to that one yesterday and like you said. Great darkness, good space. You can hear the creatures that's coming, and then it's always hard when we hear that segue or that transition that you know is apparent. But rather than kind of have that natural fluidity into the the intro, um, they drop out and just kind of start start the drum beat up, you know, in itself, rather than kind of sliding in. Yeah. All right. Let, let's. Uh, you know, sad to see a great jam like Arrow go down early, but. You know, the Western Sun's not being stopped in round one. Um, next matchup, we've got the an eight seed, the uh, Terminal 5 Lookout Cleveland from October 8th, uh, up against the Rosewood Heart from the Caverns on uh, May 8th, which is a nine seed. What do you guys got on this one? Good matchup. Good matchup. Yep. This, one, this one's significantly closer than the first one, obviously. Oh, I think in this one, Cleveland, like, blows Rosewood out of the water. Um, and I love Rosewood. Everybody knows that. But um, that Cleveland is so good. It's it's incredible. The, the, the Funk Jam, a little bit of darkness. Um, I, I don't know. 
it, it's it's pretty great. Yeah, yeah, Cleveland's the clear winner for me too. Uh, but I do think that this matchup is going to be close, and I wouldn't be surprised if Rosewood won. I think this is where we're going to start to see people, um, you know, voting for the song that they prefer, maybe over the jam that they prefer. But um, yeah, so so I, I definitely kind of put a check mark next to this one because I, I, I think it's going to be really close. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Rosewood win, even though I agree with you, Neil. I think Cleveland's the clear winner. I think there's other Rosewoods out there that hopefully people will look at uh, over this one. Uh, like Neil said, the, the Lookout Cleveland Jam is is top shelf, and, and, and there are other uh, better Rosewoods in the bracket. For sure. And, and that, that Cleveland hits that Arcadia Jam kind of thing you know i i've used that term and i think a bunch of us have uh mostly uh it's shown up a lot in the fall um just that kind of like hosey ending section of the lookout cleveland that feels like it could drop into the ending of arcadia at any moment yep and then the only great points from all you guys the only one with this rosewood um which hopefully you know early plug for making sure that people listen to both songs and versions if you know you have the pos the, the capability yeah. but this is where we had the um, acoustic you know first half of the song the transition um with peter and and rick on acoustic guitar um this was my first show actually in person and uh was pretty amazing um rosewood one of my favorite songs for sure as you know the twitter handle speaks loud but um <laughs> Yeah, this this one it's it's tough to see it sort of I think I agree Cleveland should take it in terms of you know jam quality but uh, it's a great rosewood it really set the tone for that whole show in particular it's sort of when that show got good um, in the moment. Five eight was your first show. That was my first show. Yeah, Caverns five eight. No shit. Yeah. yeah. When they remember when they debuted Moby. That was a, a hell Daniel shoots uh, El Meg at every show he goes to. Pretty much. <laughs> it's like fifty percent at this point. Yeah, let, let's give a let's give a shout out to Moby as uh, a really cool um, song to be debuted this year. That unfortunately, uh, I'm sure this isn't a surprise to anyone that no versions of Moby are on the bracket because they're all around five minutes long. Um, but Moby is fantastic, and they should jam it out more. Um, yeah, this isn't a this isn't a shake your thighs bracket, unfortunately. Unfortunately, otherwise there would be multiple Mobies. Uh, and also how it paved the way for Dragonfly to be played live as well. I love the the Ted tape tracks, which are these incredible like melodies and jams getting uh, getting played live. I think we see Camino next. Oh, or something like that. I could see the. Would love that. Yeah. All right, next matchup. Well, uh, we've got the five seed of the Aspen Hot Tea from November 19th up against the lone representative from the first show of the year uh, at Suwanee, the All I Need, uh, which is a 12 seed. I know a lot of you guys were at Aspen. Yeah, we all were. Oh, not Daniel. But... No. Yep. And not Great me, person. obviously. Great person. Yeah, that All I Need is Swampy Man. And also one of the best segues of the year, that All I Need into Jive Lee. Oh, my God. All I Lee. Oh, that, yeah. that, was, that was such a like a high note to start the year on, you know? First first set of Goose 2021, you've got that uh, like nasty Rick tone from the amp he had borrowed for that show. Um, and, yeah, it just destroys. Yeah, I think there's even, I, I always, every time I listen to that All I Need, there's kind of a moment around the seven-minute mark, I think, where 
it literally Rick just hits these notes very similar to the tweezer lick. And I want to tell myself that each time it's like, no, no, it's not that. But every time I throw that version back on, it's like, here's the tweezer section again. <laughs> and um, yeah, very, very amazing jam segue. Yeah, that hot tea was really good. Not always my favorite song, but just a great, great jam. I listened to it again today and it's just, it's so swampy and awesome. So, so Ryan, this might be a good time also to mention that, um, you know, what people won't find in this bracket are segues or sandwiches. Um, that is correct. Now, if this were all I need and Jive Lee, um, then it would have my vote. Um, but just the need by itself, which, which is great. Um, doesn't hold up to the hot tea. Um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with Danny, you know, hot tea is not always my favorite song. It's a great song. It's always upbeat. Doesn't always have the most inventive, um, you know, creative improv. Um, this one was really cool. Um, you know, we were there, Kevin and Neil and I were all jamming out together and this is definitely, definitely a sick jam. Um, I think it's an easy winner here. Yeah, my yeah, only comp my only complaint about it is that they, you know, bail on the ending. But other than that, you know, you're splitting hairs. Yeah, like the funny thing about this matchup is, like, I think both of these tunes are, are super memorable. Like, when we were all listening to Suwanee, like, we were waiting for that moment when they really kind of jammed the tune out. And I think a lot of people were bummed out that the the set was like, kind of like a festy set, and and like. When they when they started like kind of really diving into this all I need it was spectacular and I really really loved it and you know it was like the first piece of music this year that we heard and like I think a lot of folks are really stoked uh, um, so like this particular jam has like a special place in my heart but um, the hot tea was just so much fun <laughs> like uh, I remember like I turned to my brother after it and I was like this is like one of the most fun things I've ever heard him do and. That might have been a little hyperbolic, but like, damn, that's a good jam. You make you make lots of hyperbole at the show. Next matchup, uh, we've got one of my favorite jams. Uh, Neil's, <laughs> Neil's gonna laugh. Um, one of my favorite jams, uh, sitting at a four seed, which is the uh, June fifteenth Empress of Organos, uh, up against the Time to Flee from uh, December thirtieth in Chicago, sitting at a thirteen seed. Now, I mean, I'm going to talk about this Empress, obviously. Um, I love Empress. <laughs> I love the song a lot. Um, and this jam absolutely blew me away and continues to blow me away every time I listen to it. I've got a breakdown of it on uh, my blog if you want to go check that out. Um, but just Peter's performance in the first half of this jam... You know, the way he starts leading it out on piano, bringing the energy up, and just the way he tears apart the clav uh, starting just after the eight-minute mark. just It's just so good. And it's just the rest of the band, um, the way, like, Rick's, like, rhythm guitar work while Peter's leading and Spud's just pushing the jam continuously. Like, I love it. Yeah, now, I think now, that, now that I've fluffed that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's I think there's a strong case to be made for it, you know, being the the best or one of the best empresses of the year. It definitely has a unique take. Um like Brian or pardon Jive mentioned with hot tea. Um, you know, Empress I think still 
sort of falls into that same category with me. Wonderful song live. Um, also got one my first show in uh, in, in Tennessee, and um, it's just it's just you know great energy. It has a sort of fishy feel to it. I think you know I'll, I'll say it. Um, I think it definitely has very good lyrical play, but the jams are sometimes sort of straightforward type one. Um, and this one kind of get brings some different flavor to it, which is really it's coming off of the back end, the, the all a Western sun into echo. I think that show just was carrying good energy. That Chicago time to flee though, got down to business and dark quick though, right? It did. I loved it. I had my own poor experience that day as uh, that night as, as you guys all know, but, um, so it was weird. I, I really like, I was walking around the venue during that time to flee, like, you know, after being, it was literally time to flee. <laughs> I think out of all of us, I, I, I rated that I rated that flea the highest. Um, I mean, it's a four seed Empress against thirteen seed flea. I've got Empress on upset alert here, boys. Um, you do. I would. I could see it. Look, I could see it. My vote's gonna go with with Empress. This is this is the goat Empress um, for me. Um, but again, I, that flea was I business. I wouldn't be surprised to see this come down real close. Yeah, this know. is one of the things I thought about when I looked at this bracket, and I thought it was a shame that those two were going to go up against each other in the first round, because that I mean they haven't played a bad time to flee since West Virginia. Um, they're all amazing, pretty much, and it's 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 a really really good time to flee, but uh, that Empress is is unstoppable uh it, it's it's a great empress unstoppable is the right word for it <laughs> uh all yeah. of every single Laugh one it up. every Laugh single it one up. <laughs> next up uh we've got uh the drive from fred the festival august 21st sitting in a six seed up against the mission ballroom arrow from november 22nd sitting at an 11 seed and i would like to take this opportunity to say for the first time in this bracket vintage vibe <laughs> All day, every day. Give me this drive. That's that's my piece. Anyone? <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, I think that was a moment with you know, beginning of Fred Fest. Um, what second song? Um, just pulling up and uh, I it really. Well, oh, this was this was the show where they stole my Moby opener and made it a Yeti. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, fantasy goose land. Yeah, that would have. I think that would have been even more insane. And then, yeah, they followed up with Rosewood. Great drive. Um, yeah, very strong vintage vibe was the instrument of the year for me. Um, really bought a sure. lot of good flavor to the the jamming style. You know, Peter. Obviously, we'll talk about another one in in a couple minutes that really stands out. I think even now for May, but. Um, mm. Yeah, just and, but that arrow. I mean, the arrow has. Uh, this will be a good matchup too, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think this is going to be a really good matchup, and you know, this drive. I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but this drive was fairly atypical in the sense that it wasn't the standard two guitar attack, yes. um, and it was very. Uh, you know, the the second jam was very keyboard, you know, driven by Peter. So um, that's why I like this drive so much. Um, I I would I would actually like to see. Peter utilizing the keys more on drive, um, mainly because of how, how awesome I thought this one sounded. Um, but yeah, that 1122 arrow. So I'm a, you know, I'm a big fan of that one as well. Um, obviously 
uh, you know, a number of us were, were at those shows as well. Um, so, you know, we, we, we try to avoid uh, attendance bias here on the committee, but um, I may have to go with the upset here. That's a that's an upset watch being placed on this matchup. I think. Yeah, uh, when I hear that drive, I just sweat because that's all I did at Fred. I just sweated all day, every day. I wasn't, I wasn't uh, now sure, I'm sweating. I wasn't sure where that was going. <laughs> no, for sure. And like, it, I, I mean, I cannot like, overstate like, are you how hot it was. Scared of the drive? Jam? Meal like, laundry sweats. No, I, real, like I, I actually do like this arrow better than this drive. Um, so right, I, I'm with I'm with Jive on this one. There we go. All right, next matchup uh, we've got at a three seed uh, the Portland Arcadia from October 29th uh, up against the All I Need from uh, November 11th uh, in Austin uh, at a 14 seed. This was in Austin, right? I think this was the first night of Austin. This was Austin. Yep, first night. They, uh, they played yep. a bunch of shows in Texas. In Canada. First night of Austin. Yep, you're right. Um, this one, uh, I mean, absolutely incredible Arcadia right here, I think. And as much as, again, this all I need, I want to point out another awesome, chunky clav jam. Um, but it, it's a really good Arcadia, and really good Arcadias are some of the best things. That Ranking have. Arcadias is like trying to rank your children. Except. I mean, I don't know how you guys rank your children. I don't have any children right now, but I can rank Arcadia's. <laughs> yeah, this one, I think, right, aside from, is this the highest Arcadia that we have aside from Swansea? Yes. Yeah. So, I think so. And I I like this uh, particular Arcadia a little bit more than that one. Just, you know, speaking of it, it, it follows a similar sort of um, vein to to the Buffalo 19 version, you have, you know, sort of a nice big peak and then, uh, the latter half, a big settling out. And, um, I can recall us watching that one, I think live. And, uh, yeah, I was losing it during this, during that, that version. Um, it's, it's nice to get sort of, cause Arcadia is, you know, they can, they can have, you have a good peak and then that great huge ending can kind of sit in that 14 to 16 minute, but this one really sort of stretched its legs a little bit, found some different spaces patience which was a big theme this year as well i think just sort of patience and calm and sort of quieter playing which is what i wanted more from this year and i got it tenfold yeah these are you know arcadian all i need are probably two of my favorite songs and i think probably two of the best jam vehicles certainly this year um but Look, this is a tier one Arcadia against a tier two All I Need, so I think it's a landslide. It's also worth noting that this All I Need is the first one with a second jam since the version from Floyd Fest in July. That's what um, I was I was thinking that. Yep. That, I mean, you know, just like a lot of things that they've been doing this year, tinkering with arrangements. Um, they were tinkering with All I Need a little bit. You know, we've seen the uh, now Peter's first piano solo has been turned into a drum break, um, and they're frequently. Um, you know, there's now a will they won't they with the second jam, which I think is really cool. Um, I really love stretching out that first all I need jam. It gets to some fantastic jam spaces, as we'll see with the numerous other all I needs that are in this bracket. Um, next matchup, we've got another uh, jam from the October 29th, uh, the Madovan uh, at a seven seed, and uh, the Wisteria Lane from the Mission Ballroom uh, November 21st at a ten seed. This, this 
Another close Cosmic one. Punk. Another close one. Definitely. I, th I think this one could go either way for sure. This is, I oh, think, uh, we might see big attendance bias with another Denver show. Um, could see the Wisteria taking it. Very unique Wisteria, too. I think this is the one where they sort of almost finish a jam and then find a different space for about three or four minutes. Um, kind of try to drive into sort of a different tempo. Um, you know, it didn't execute in the moment how I maybe wanted it to, I think, but I appreciated them trying to do something different. This was sort of another example of like taking a song a different way with the, the Wisteria. Madhavan, though, yeah, like you said, Ryan, some great funk, um, just just heavy. Another great moment of that show. And it's Yeah, th th this Wisteria has definitely grown on me. Um, I, this, this, this is, this is actually probably the first really tough matchup for me. Um, I'm not sure which way I'll go. I think they're both really good, but I agree with what you're saying. Um, this Wisteria is just a little bit more, has, has the unique factor, I think. And, and that might be the tiebreaker for me. This is the, I'm going to be accused of attendance bias here, but like this, um, that slow funk Madelon is incredible. Trevor's playing in it is outrageously good. The whole rhythm section actually just crushes it through like a really long section of the jam. So, it, I mean, I, I loved it in the moment. I actually like it even more like on re-listen. But the, that Wisteria, like, it's all about the last like four minutes of the jam. We talked about this a little bit like in, in the group chat. And, and I don't know if it does enough for me to like overshadow kind of a very different feel of Madavon than they did like basically the whole entire tour and like they did it really well. Um, so I don't know. It, it feels not close to me, but again, accuse me of attendance bias on this one. Yeah. Um, next matchup, we've got uh, the tumble from uh, December 30th in Chicago at a 15 seed versus the almighty uh, Frederick creatures from May 4th at a two seed. Now, this is another one of my favorites. I think I had this one at number two overall. Um, ever since uh, they played this, um, you know, in May, it's just been such a statement jam for me, and it just continues to be so good. Another ridiculous vintage vibe jam. It was the first one of the year. Um, you know, we this is like a Creatures that was immediately making a statement uh, for them. You know, uh, they didn't do that. You know, they have that jam section progression that they go through. Uh, they build that up to a big peak and then usually go off into experimental jam land. Um, but for this one, they just totally ignore that. Uh, just head right into this phenomenal jam uh, that Peter leads, and then Rick takes over, and then they get into the spacey section at the end, and it fades perfectly into your ocean. I'm going to stop talking now and let somebody else give their opinion on it, um, but I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's the best creature of the year, without a doubt. The first, I just am almost can think of that moment, like you said, Ryan, Peter's first, you know, lead on the vintage vibe. It's just like carries you away. It doesn't have that that natural chord progression, the build, like you said. Um, it sort of leads out. Uh, yeah, this this jam will never get old for me, for sure. I think the sound that they brought sort of set the tone once again for the year with with what sort of space they found and what, you know, how Peter could lead and more key led jams, which I think we've also, you know, spoke about earlier. 
I think I like this tumble more than anybody in the rankings. And um, what I loved about the tumble is like Peter's rhythm playing is incredible. Like sometimes he gets like these really like amazing like funk riffs and, and sounds like really, really great. But, um, you know, actually what's cool about this matchup is like, I, I think they're both like really good examples of like Peter's playing um, and, and the creatures. Um, and I think I'm going to say this again when we kind of talk about this later, but uh, at those Frederick shows, um, there was something special about those jams and this creature's jam really like kind of like caught that special vibe and um, yeah, hands down like best creatures of the year. It's so, so ridiculously good. The vintage vibe vibe in it is like incredible. Incredible. Um, is there yeah. is there any speculation about what, like, I mean, just going ahead to the end of the bra uh, bracket for Ted, like what would go against creatures in a head to head matchup at the end of the bracket? I mean, I mean, I I have creatures on mine. I have it losing to uh, the Western Sun uh, in the Elite Eight. I'm sure other people are going to have it losing to the Portland Arcadia. Um, but that was actually you. You stole my next question. I was going to be like, we've made it through the Ted region. What do we think is making it to the final oh, four? Man. I'm sorry, I'm an Android user. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone, anyone have anything other than uh, Creatures or a Western Sun making it out of this bracket? I, I think it's a Western Sun all day long. It is. It's tough for the Creatures. Um, yeah. I think just where we had it. but yep. Yeah, I, I, think, it. I think in any other region uh, that Creatures would have had a chance of making it out, but not against a Western Sun. That's just yep. that's the juggernaut. Moving on to our second region, which is the Fred region. Um, we've got our first matchup, which is the uh, one seed Swansea Arcadia from June 11th up against a uh, 16 seed, which is the drive from Eau Claire uh, on July 2nd. That, this is Arcadia all day. This is my favorite Arcadia. It just brings me so much joy. It, it's incredible the melodies they get in this one. Oh, I, it, it's so good. And I sound like a broken record, but I don't care. Daniel and I dragged this uh, this drive into the bracket, and so I feel like I have to say something about it. I don't know how you feel about it, Daniel, but um, there's like a, a really cool, like Grateful Dead esque jam in this that I love, and I listen to it all the time. Um, and it's you know not even close to the best drive that they played all year, but it, it's a really cool jam. But yeah, this Arcadia. Um, is spectacular. <laughs> I, I think I think that drive is one part of one of my favorite sets of the year. Not in terms of jamming, but in terms of flow. Like the way Slow Ready Drive uh, can't, can't get, get you out of my way. head. Yeah. Mas cannot. I don't know how to. Mas cannot. I'm very sorry. I, I butchered that. But the you way those songs. No. The the way those four songs flow into each other is just so seamless, um, and it's incredible. And that that Slow Ready into Drive is one of my favorite segues the year shout out to slow ready uh was in the group of jams that just missed the cut um yeah anyone else got anything to say on this matchup so everyone on this call except for ryan was was in eau claire um it's a good drive but the, the, there's no stopping the the swansea arcadia it's the goat arcadia in my book yeah. ah. like, like neil was saying the drive needed an assist 
of a of a little nestle of other songs to to really kind of make it all gel together arcadia all the way mm-hmm. kylie kylie minogue all right next matchup we've got uh the oops, humble oops, from oops. fred the festival uh from august 22nd uh up against the frederick arrow from may 3rd the first goose headlining song of the year uh and that's an eight and a nine seed respectively uh, I love this arrow a lot. Um, I mean, it played in the rain as part of the, you know, the one set craziness. Uh, I think it's a really, really cool jam. It also, again, set helps set the tone for the year. You've got that nice dark, spacey section in the middle, um, and then that slow burn segue into Bob Don. Uh, yeah, I remember, uh, you know. Back in the spring, um, <laughs> I I still was a massive goose noob, so you know had no idea still really what was going on. Luckily, I know what all the songs sound like now. <laughs> um, but I I remember being blown away by this at the time, um, and yeah, I I enjoy. Yeah, it's a great it's a great arrow. I th- I've already run into a couple. Um, definitely have it, I think, over the other two that we've spoken about from uh, Denver and um, De- two Denvers, actually. Um, this is another good matchup. Tumble, very high energy. I think this one, along with the um, Frederick, Maryland, 5-4 tumble, um, just tons of energy, kind of. What I liked about versions back in 2019, um, where you just sort of don't feel like they're going to stop, really good peaking, sort of not letting up. Um, And yeah, it brought a lot of, it sort of brought the energy back into the song, which I think in 2020 and early 21 wasn't wasn't sort of the best time for Tumble. Yeah, this is actually, this is my favorite Tumble of the year. Um, I I think the, so, so the Fred Fest, Tumble is just a touch better than the Frederich tumble. Frederich. Um, well, everybody knows that uh, Frederick's close friends call them Frederich. Ah. Um, <laughs> everybody and knows. <laughs> this, um, you know, this arrow was so long, uh, but it, it 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 just never really grew on me. Um, I don't rate it. I don't. I don't think as highly as as anyone else. Um, so, yeah, I like the tumble here. I think the tumble is going to come through. But, yeah, this is a really good matchup. Yeah. All right. Next up, we've got uh, a five seed, which is actually a lot higher than I expected it to land. Uh, the May 8th Jive 2 uh, up against uh, the Aspen Butter Rum from November 19th at a 12 seed. This is a much tougher matchup than the seeds suggest. Um, I mean, I love the Jive 2 because I really like that that quote-unquote third jam that they put into it uh, a couple of times uh, in May and at Swansea, which I would also recommend checking that one out. Swansea. Uh, That's the official name. Um, but th- this butter rum is, you know, obviously the goat butter rum, um, and it's also a great jam. And so I, I, you know, I have Jive 2 written down right now. I could go the other way, um, but I think this is going to be a really close matchup. I think I, it's, I, you go. Go ahead, Neil. <laughs> I think this I, is one that, I think this is the one that people speak. Unfortunately, Butter Rum's going to win this one. On uh, uh, Twitter, hopefully, Twitter can be loud. We have a good jive to a representation. The corn contingency. Yep. 
it's best the best jive. jive too like ever um and it's <laughs> so good that bonus jam um i don't know <clears throat> like i i have like fluffed that the heck out of caverns uh and this jive 2 jam is like embodies like kind of that that vibe that they had going um and then the wisteria that comes right after like picks up um i love the hell out of this giant too uh especially the part that came after the song ended but we still call it part of jive 2 um which you know ben clearly ended the song the band ended the song just like they did in swansea um and then they just picked up and like went into complete outer space it's i don't know I, I would also like to mention that that last section of jamming that they have in this jive two um, is the same jamming space they reach uh, in the last jam segment of the uh, October second, twenty twenty, "Time to Flee" uh, with Dave Grippo. If you listen to it, it's the same chord progression. Really great, like uplifting bliss jam. Something I noticed. Oh damn! Yeah, I have to listen to that. Yeah, I, you know the the rum was was cool to see. It was it was definitely interesting to see it stretched out like that. I I feel like it's and I haven't listened to it to it too many times since the show, but it it I remember it being fairly one dimensional. Um, and this jive too just just it just goes out there, and it's it's a far more interesting jam to me. I don't think this one's going to be very close, but we'll see what happens. Never know. Next matchup, we've got the four seed, uh, the All I Need from uh, October 8th in New York uh, against the 13th seed, the Legend Valley Empress of Organos from June 19th. This one's All I Need for me. Yeah, and this, you know, you talked a little bit about the, the All I Needs that we got this year, Sans Second Jam. Um, this was the first one. I think it caught everybody off guard a little bit. Yeah, I remember, um, I remember not being as excited about this one in the moment. I think all of us were upset about the... Uh, the well, we had some sound issues. Uh, that We had sure. sound issues on the stream that night as well. Um, and so once the soundboard came out, my, you know, I, I really latched on to, uh, to, to this All I Need. Um, yeah, all, all I Need all day long here. Was this the was this the all I need uh, jive? You might recall. I can't remember if it was this or the Portland shows. Was this one where they did the fast ending though, even though it was a one set or yes. a one jam? So yeah, they did the fast ending without was, vocals. Without the vocals, exactly. And then that set the tone for the first fast all I need in what a year and a half, two two and a half years? No, almost two years. I think it was okay. early December Steamboat. 2019. <clears throat> yeah, but I recall I recall this the ending in this version. I was sort of like, wow, that was butchered. Um, and then listening back after the fact, you know, on headphones, and it's like, holy shit, you know, they they, they actually the, yeah they actually played the fast ending, and it was for sure. Cool. And yeah, and the Legend Valley Empress. Well, it's great. It's just another average great Empress. Uh, cool Trevor bass solo. Uh, next matchup, we've got um, you know, I think I think it's going to be an underdog because of it only being played less than a week ago. Um, I mean, at this time, but hopefully by the time this matchup comes around, it's people listen to it a bit more. Uh, but we've got the Creatures from New Year's Eve at a six seed uh, up against the Modavon from the Caverns on May 9th at an 11 seed. Uh, I, I love this Creatures. This is my second favorite Creatures ever, I think. Um, it's fantastic. 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of this creatures as well. And, you know, I think it's also noteworthy on the Madavan that this was the Madavan that went into Dark Horse um, and then went back to finish up Madavan. The so, first of a long line um, of sandwiches. Yeah, and this, um, now, the, 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 the bulk of this Madavan came before the Dark Horse, and so that's kind of what's, what's represented here in the bracket. It, I like this Madavan. It, it, in terms of just like straight up raging Madavans, this might be the best one. Um, but, but, but that is what it is. I mean, it, it's, it's, pre, it's a pretty straightforward, just raging jam. Um, I really like the, the creatures um, just based on, you know, just the, the creativity um, and just the different places that that jam goes. If only for the Axel Foley. Another one I need. Like just, just that, that puts it over the top. Right? Oh, is yes. the one that they did the Axel Foley in? It is, right? I, yeah, it is. Thought, yeah, I thought that was in Hot Tea for some reason. Maybe it was in this. What was the question? Sure it's creatures. It, which, which, yeah, where was the Axel F? In this or T? Oh, the Axel F teases. Oh, yeah, they were in the creatures. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Sure. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I need that. I really hope, and I need to dig in further on this version. Um, I was at these shows, and this was where uh, Rick had some technical issues. Um, so the intro was probably almost yes. it felt like five minutes. And don't get me wrong, I love it, but you could tell it was like Peter, just that re re repeating lick, and you sort of you're ready for that drop. And for the people that had no idea what was going on in the venue, it was like, what the heck? Why aren't we starting the song? You know, oh, I, I like the extended <laughs> intro. I think that's going to become. Uh, something that they kind of exploit as a, as a something with jam potential uh, in the coming years, hopefully. Uh, next up. I figured. Oh, yeah, no, never mind. You talk first. <laughs> no, edit this out. I was just going to say, I, I, I figured Rick just went to the bathroom. That's why he wasn't playing. <laughs> got a modelo. Um, next, uh, next matchup, we've got the three seed. I believe this is the longest jam of the year. Uh, the 11-16 uh, Time to Flee from OKC uh, up against the Fred the Festival Factory Fiction from August 22nd at a 14 seed featuring Matt Campbell. I mean, th this is... You know, if we were going again, if we were going moments of the year uh, for this bracket, the Factory Fiction would win. But as a jam, uh, it just doesn't stand up to this flea. Uh, which, while I think the flea is fairly uh, one-dimensional uh, for its 31 minutes, I think it's kind of a very standard time to flea jam for the first 20 to 25. Uh, it's still better than the Factory Fiction uh, in terms of jamming. Yeah, I don't want to steal any joy here, but uh, <laughs> time to flee all day long. Yeah, I was going to say, we're, I'm not going to make any friends here. Um, that Factory Fiction, uh, we, we cool. Didn't, we didn't get into this game to make friends. Steal uh, yeah, your no, joy just, right off your face. Where do you make friends? Uh, <laughs> right. Um, but the, the time to flee is it, just it's incredible and it, it's like relentlessly incredible um like th the whole way through and you know factory fiction had its moments um i think having been there like you know like i understand like how that can really like kind of prop that whole thing up but uh oh man that that it's okay see right like yeah it, it's just it's so good what a great show 
yes. I, I do want to mention this is the only one of the three factory fictions that did make the bracket. I believe, Jive, you had the Mission 1 ranked uh, higher up on your list, or higher up in terms I of did. numbers. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, all right. Next matchup, we've got uh, the October 28th drive from Portland uh, at a 7 seed up against a, the OKC, a Western Sun at a 10 seed. Uh, this is a close one for me. I would also li like to give a shout-out to Mr. Rosie uh, for at the beginning of this drive, saying that he would very much like that if it was 27 minutes long. And it was 27 minutes long. Danny Rosewoods. <laughs> so. I, d I don't recall that moment exactly, but I'm glad you do, Ryan. I can, I can find the text receipts. We I got receipts. <laughs> we got receipts. We always got receipts. <laughs> Ho hopefully that happened on WhatsApp. I, I, think this, I think this predated the WhatsApp. <laughs> I think it was, yeah. This is an interesting matchup. Um, the drive is long, but it's a drive. It it never it hasn't done a whole. It, it never really did a whole lot for me, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, the Western Sun, I, I also long, longer than usual. Um, and and this Western Sun, I feel like it in the Nugs version. There's some flea jam included in this Western Sun. Um, they, yep before they cut and it out that, right yeah that's that's slightly unfair um i, I think i think th i think this western sun's getting some of that time to flee credit um but that all said i think i'm gonna go with with the 10 seed here um uh, i i think i think it pleases my ears more i think i was leaning that way too i it's just i think a I more interesting jam i think you know this drive is another it's another one in a long line of very good drives that hit 20 minutes, just like there were a whole handful of very good arrows that hit 20 minutes. Not all of them are incredibly interesting improv-wise, but they're still great jams in their own right. Yes. Yeah, we got, we got nothing else to say on that. We'll go on to the last uh, mashup of this region, which, watch out Grateful Dead. Uh, at a 15 seed, we've got the June 16th Mississippi half-step. Uh, up against the uh, All I Need uh, from July 6th uh, in Montana at a two seed. Obviously, uh, I don't think this matchup is close. It's All I Need. Uh, this is my favorite one of the year, I think. Um, but, you know, so there, there are some who say that this cover of Mississippi Half Step is the best iteration of the song ever, including the original. There's so many. There's, there's so it's many. Like, there is pizzazz and sizzle, Neil. There's so good. many sections, like different sections of the "All I Need." Like I find myself listening to that song over and over and over again. Uh, there's just this one specific guitar section. It just this bluesy sort of Bonnie Raitt uh, sort of tone, and man, I just look forward to it every time I put it on. "All I Need" by a mile in this one. Yeah, and we. Uh... Uh, great mention, Kevin, the blues you have, which won't be seen on the bracket, and not everybody that listens to it, if they're listening to the playlist, is um, this is that wonderful segue into Marie's The Name, uh, Elvis Tune, um, just, a, just a great set. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great all I need. Uh, Most of you guys were there, right? Uh, I, Kevin, yeah, three, uh, me, Neil, uh, myself, and Jive were there. 
Was that the smoking speaker moment too? It, and yeah, I think it was. Right around then. That was that was night two. Night was two. Yep. Okay. That was during drive, oh, wasn't it? Drive, yeah, it was during yeah, drive. Yeah. Oh, and drive. I wasn't even there. Come on, guys, get it together. <laughs> Those two nights, like. Uh, hey man, really, I thought we were having a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those two nights really kind of like meshed together in my mind, uh, or melt together. I think is a better way to put it. Um, and you know the funny thing about this, all I need is in the moment. I, I don't think I loved it as much as I loved like other things. Um, but uh, there's so many, like like Kevin said, there's like so many really awesome parts to it. Um, like there's one really specific part that I want to point out where it it almost sounds like not to belabor like fish comparisons or anything like that, but it sounds like they're about to play "Roses Are Free" and people lost yes. their minds. Yes. And like, if you listen to the odd for this, which we have the odd for the and that's Peter, time. that's Peter with the the keys doing that. Yeah, and it's uh, I mean, it, that moment alone like makes this like jam, like really, really, really special. And I hate that it's a two seed. Um, I wanted it <laughs> as a one, really bad. I think this one was like my number three, if I don't, if I'm not four. mistaken. Oh, it's my four. That's right. He's got spreadsheets. Uh, I, I just happen to be. He's got spreadsheets, folks. Yeah. Well, I just happened to be looking at that. You know, we I wanted to I wanted to see where we all had it, and we've all got it in our, in our top eight, yeah. Um, at least. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I was at those shows. I I I mean, this all I need jam was so hot. Um, I got dosed by the uh, by the guy selling homemade jam. You got jammed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And Wait, I never heard this. I mean, I was out of my head. You got jammed. Wow. You haven't heard about the jam, Ryan? I think this. That's I a think story. Oh, go ahead. I mean, Kevin, tell us about the jam. <laughs> well, somebody brought some artisanal homemade jams uh, to the show <laughs> and was in, in, incessantly insistent that uh, Meal try a pretzel and smear that pretzel into his fresh jam. Sorry, it's it's schmear? Schmear, I'm smear. sorry. Schmear. This is a kosher schmear. program. Uh, schmear. Uh, so... <laughs> And it wasn't just like an offer; it was like a serious peer pressure, and I felt very bad for Neil at the moment. I mean, it was probably the most like hard sales pitch I've ever endured in my life. I mean, it went on for about like I don't know seven or eight minutes of this. Did guy. you, like, you Neil? Sure you don't want the jam. Meal laundry. So did we? Did 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 you end up eating the pretzel? Uh, I did not end up eating the pretzel. Um, and I did not buy any jam, but there are some other folks on Twitter uh, who definitely bought the jam. Meal is a uh, man of steel will. <laughs> yeah, Meal Meal ended up sending me a hot dog video. Great snap, great snap. We need the context. <laughs> yeah, on the side, uh, Danny Rosewoods is a uh, uh, hot dog reviews on golf horses. So um, I love my golf and I love my uh, certified beef missiles. So uh, Neil tried to share some love from Montana and, you know, during the Madhavan. Great snap. Um, Thank you to anybody who's made it this far in who's still listening for indulging our nonsense. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, So coming out of this bracket, what what makes it to the final four? I'm still deciding between Arcadia and uh, Montana. All I need. I think I got all I need. All I need. I like all I need too. Even though I I know this Arcadia jam is incredible and it's so good, um, but I love this all I need so much. It's got so much different stuff in it. It you know, 
different reasons to come back and, and check it out. I, I don't know that I can I don't know that I can say with with as much confidence as as the rest of you what I'm going to go with here, but I, that is going to be an incredible matchup yeah. in the in the Elite Eight. I, I that, that the Swansea ended... Arcadia against the the Livingston All I Need. It's a close one. All right, moving on to the Larry region. The Larry region. Uh, we've got the one seed. Uh, you all knew this was the one seed. Uh, the June fifteenth Echo of a Rose. Uh, up against the 16th seed, the November 22nd Mission Ballroom This Old Sea. Great This Old Sea, um, but it's the Perry Echo of a Rose. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> it's, uh, all of these one seeds are just so good. The 16 seeds just have no prayer. I mean, shout out to the Echo as well. We have, we say we aren't doing segues, right? As So we're not going to do sandwiches or segues in terms of brackets but we have two songs back to back as one seeds yeah um just just phenomenal i'm i you know the, this old c was at those shows i know they do a bunch of different sections i i thought it was very chaotic in the moment uh it's not even a you know there's no question who's winning this one but yeah that's an that's an interesting this old c for people you know i just spouted trying to have difference and variety and jams and that one's got it but doesn't do it for me personally. Good segue and cool segue into drive as well. Uh, this is also the only this old C to make the bracket. Uh, so shout out to the uh, fantastic versions from Floyd Fest um, and uh, Eau Claire. Shout out to those. Drive, you got anything on this matchup? Uh, no, this is this one's another just slaughter. Yeah, not even close. All right. I, this, we're, we're, we're going to see 90% at least on this Echo. That's a prediction. You heard it here first. We will be producing receipts. Um, <laughs> next matchup, we've got at an 8 seed, uh, the Fred Festival Arrow. Uh, this is from August 21st, up against the Legend Valley Rosewood uh, from June 19th at a 9 seed. I was surprised that this Rosewood landed so high. Um, I was expecting it more around 11 or 12, I think. I'm a big, I've always been a big fan of this Rosewood. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, um, Daniel and Neil have it even higher than me, and, and we've all got it ranked in the in our top 30 jams of the year. Um, where, Ryan, you have it at 63, so yes. so your, your <laughs> statement there was, <laughs> it was accurate. Um, no, I, it, it, it's, it's a really cool jam. This was you know, towards the beginning of the year, you know, we had the, um, you know, the Pelham Rosewood, you know, the, it was acoustic electric, but it was long and it was interesting. Um, and then this was the next really cool one for me. And then, you know, even the Westville version I, that I think was, um, um, that just preceded this one also had it, it, not quite as good, not quite as long, but also had a really cool little interesting section. So they were, they were doing really cool things with Rosewood really all year. Um, but this arrow is also really good so you know this is going to be a close matchup um i'm not i'm not quite sure at the moment which way i'd go um but i'd probably lean on the rosewood interesting good matchup i need to listen to him again yeah this will be this will be another close one i think for sure uh next matchup we've got i think gonna be a really underrated jam um, I mean, at least for me, uh, the Time to Flee from the 4848 Festival on September 3rd at a five seed 
up against the Empress from uh, November 12th at a 12 seed. Did, is this the Empress that I quote unquote dragged into the bracket? Is it? Um... And a twelve. One of them. I don't know. Yeah, Neil, yeah. Neil, <laughs> it's the, one of them. You're, you're, you're the Empress expert. I really like uh, Empress. If you didn't know that. Um, um, this time no, to flee is really good. That's a great time to flee. It, and it's it, it easily beats the Empress. Uh, but it's a really good time to flee. Uh, that I don't think has really been talked about very much. Uh, great dark section, I think. Um, the standout of forty-eight, forty-eight for that set. Forty-eight, forty-eight. That, that set has a really good uh, white lights as well. And it was Peter's first performance with uh, the real organ. He also, had, so I've, I've actually... he also had a Fender Rhodes instead of the Vintage Vibe uh, for that set, which sounds very cool. Sorry, continue. A gentle bag. Um, yeah, I, I've actually... I have this time to flee as my number 15 jam of the year. Um, so I, I rate it. Um, I don't think it has much of a problem here, to be honest. Yeah, it, it, it you know what it, it and it's close in what it comes up with uh, in the next round too, uh, which we will get to in a second if no one else is there anything else on this matchup. No, I'll just add like you know this this flea got really exploratory and and they did some pretty cool stuff, which is pretty awesome to see like in a festival set in the middle of West Virginia. Um, yeah, and I think this flea was also the flea that kind of started a string of really really great fleas. Yep. Uh, and, you know, uh, I mean, they didn't do a bad one after this, I don't think. Um, and, you know, this Empress just, it's just Empress. It's a good Empress. <laughs> I, I really it's like good, this. It's the good. One it's good. The, oh, this is the one with the really, really good intro jam uh, where Rick and Peter do a call and response and Peter visits like almost every instrument in his rig. It's great. It's a good Empress. Next matchup, uh, we've got the uh, gorgeous uh, Mission Ballroom Arcadia from November 22nd sitting in a four seed uh, against the Denver uh, In Your Eyes from July 9th sitting at a 13 seed. Now, I will admit that I did kind of sleep on this In Your Eyes uh, a little bit and didn't have it in my top 64, uh, but upon revisiting it, it's a very good jam. But this Arcadia also makes me want to cry tears of joy, so... Isn't the seven nine yeah. in your eyes when they started, uh, like after the seven nine in your eyes, where they started doing the seven two six? Yep. In your Peter eyes, did. drum beat. I think they did it in uh, Legend Valley, actually. The intro. Yeah. For seven two six. The seven twenty six. I'm pretty sure that was the. That they they were starting to rework the intro, but it is an in your eyes intro. Gotcha. I love that uh, Legend Valley seven two six. Side note. Uh, there is a Moby tease. Uh, Rick teases Moby in that 726. Uh, Twitter contest. Uh, find the Moby tease and tweet me the timestamp. Damn. Boom. Yeah, I, I got a feel for the for the in your eyes here because I really really like that jam. But the, I mean, this Arcadia is, yeah. is gonna is gonna beat it. I think pretty easily. Yeah. Very good. And so that Arcadia versus that four eight four eight time to flee. Uh, it's gonna be that's gonna be a tough matchup, I think. Oh, yeah. I think it sails. I think it sails for a while too. A lot of people Arcadia really sales. like this Arcadia. Yeah, well, for sure. uh, that's fair. I meant it's a tough matchup for me. Yeah, not the everyone's, big, not yeah, everyone's me, gonna me have too. as difficult a time. With. I'm surprised nobody picked on me for saying what I said about the guitar solo in Arcadia. So, uh, with that, we'll we'll just move on. 
we'll, we'll, we'll tease you with the prospect of a controversial take. Um, next matchup, we've got um, at a sixth seed, the Madhavan from November 11th uh, up against the Drive uh, at an 11th seed from Montana. I really like this Montana Drive because I really like that intro jam that gets extended. Uh, really was a pleasant surprise the first time I listened to it. Um, and this is a single jam drive, uh, mm-hmm. I believe, right? It's just uh, super extended first jam. Uh, the second jam popped Extended up first jam the because there was a fire. <coughs> yeah. That was, yeah. yeah this, was the sand, this was the sandwich, uh, but the first jam in this, yeah, the, the one that's in the bracket here. Um, excellent. Excellent drive. I think, yeah, it, it has a chance against the Madhavan, which was, was that an Austin one too? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this Austin was the Madavon. Madavon. I love that Austin Madavon. Holy crap, it's good. The rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some, Madavon. there's some, a couple minutes of really unique jamming at the end of this Madavon. It's mm. very cool. Excited. Yeah, yeah it's like the best Madavon of fall. I think. I don't know. Um, um that or it is the best Madavon. It's the highest ranked. It's either this yeah, one no, or ten twenty nine is the best. Yeah, it's definitely the best Madavon of fall. You know, the thing that kills the the Montana drive is that they had to cut it short. Um, and like, that's not really kind of picked up on the tapes, but like they it did. went from like, like a, a weird scent to like an emergency, like real fast. Um, at least from where I was standing, like I remember like turning to my brother and I was like, what's that smell? And he's like, I don't know. I think somebody's got a DMT pen. <laughs> and then, like, well, like 90 seconds later, like there was just like, you could see panic like on their faces on the stage. And then they kind of like ended the jam real quick. And that was the end of that drive. But like that drive could have really been one of the best jams of the year if they kept powering through it. Cause I, I think they were really going to a pretty cool spot. Yeah. Um, and and that could have like, really started the fire. Who can say that's right. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. It was the it was the fire drive, yeah. Now I was looking at it. I was looking at the timestamps. Um, completely. Yeah. So next matchup, we've got the Legend Valley All I Need at a three seed from June eighteenth. Uh, uh, up against the twenty twenty one from New Year's Eve uh, at a fourteen seed. Really happy they finally jammed that one out uh, after kind of teasing us with it at uh, Terminal Five in October. Uh, but this is. Definitely the second best all I need of the year, I think, behind Montana for me. It's really fantastic. Yeah, I was also happy to see the 2021 get kind of more of the, you know, the studio long jam treatment. Um, but yeah, the all I, another all I need that's just too good. So all I need uh, wins this one pretty easily, I think. And then also 2021, uh, you know, great jam, like you said, and, and to, to get the full treatment like it got, uh, but it was played for the people that were there. Yeah, it was, I, um, I, it was funny that night because I recall texting with you guys in the chat and um, <clears throat> they had done Old Man's Boat. And so we kind of got the, the, the 2021 jam that they had repackaged onto the song. But so I was very surprised um, to hear it. Like Kevin said, um, was was definitely for the moment. Um, the, all I need, though, yeah, from Legend Valley was at those shows as well. Um, great little segue into Fifth of Beethoven, which I don't like that song much, but in the moment was pretty pretty spectacular. A lot of clav from Peter as well in this version, if I recall. Two jam, all I need, which um, sort of they moved away from. So 
yeah, just it, that one definitely is going to move easily into the Elite Eight for me. The Legend Valley Smoke Shows. Or Sweet 16, pardon me, Sweet 16. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next matchup, we've got a seven seed, uh, the Fred, uh, Fred Rich uh, Tumble, uh, which we mentioned earlier. That's a seven seed. I think I said that already. Up against uh, the uh, Mission Ballroom Echo of a Rose sitting at a 10 seed. Um, this is, was this the first? No, this was the second of that uh, up-tempo Echo of a Rose, which um, I like the original version better. I don't know about you guys. Yep. Um, I think it's, it's a better song uh, the other way. Uh, it doesn't carry the same emotional weight um, with this kind of more driving feel. Yeah, it, uh, this was the first version. So like you said, Ryan, first um, version with the, the different arrangement that they jammed out. So the first one was in, sorry, second version. First version was in Austin, but the first one they really let loose. And um, yeah, it was good. I just, I sort of am hoping and longing for the with ending, if you may, the vocal ending of Echo. Um, kind of curious how they plan, if they plan to even bring that in with this new arrangement. Uh, yeah, Tumble All Day for me. Really good version on the heels of the creatures that we spoke about earlier. Just another one that didn't really stop. I sort of, each time I listen to it, it's like you can just, I can see Rick and Trevor on stage. Um, like we saw on the stream, just, just having a fucking gas. Just, they're, they're, they just start loving the moment in that version. That up, up tempo echo kind of changes the song in my mind from like sort of a sensual, you know, uh, sexy song to more of a dancey pop song. That's kind of my take on those those, those two different uh, versions of the song. Yeah, I also prefer the you know the old school reggae echo. But I'm looking at the jams here, and I I actually really like hey this now. echo jam. Flat those jams. Um, so this one. <laughs> we are we are over an hour in, and we have our first flap those jacks. That's uh that's that's. Have a catchphrase, if you will. I thought he said, fuck the Jets. Slap <laughs> those jacks. Slap those jacks. That's what Jets fans say. As Ryan says, it's, it's not song of the year. It's jam of the year. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you, I, yeah you're right. I think this one's going to be close is, is, is the main thing, the, the main point that I want to make, is that I think this one's actually going to be pretty close. Um... I like the, like I mentioned earlier, I like the uh, the Fred Fest tumble a little bit better than this one. Um, yeah, I might, I might lean on the echo on this one here. I think it's going to be close. All right. And our last matchup of the Larry region, um, I mean, has one of my favorite jams of the year. I think all of us as well that's kind of fallen under the radar. Uh, we've got the Swansea... Uh, Wisteria Lane, Swayze. 15 uh, seed up against the the way it is from Eau Claire at a two seed. This jam is ridiculous. Shout out to Aaron on the intro. <laughs> Swayze. Shout, shout out to Darren. Yeah, shout out to Darren on that one. Wasn't it? Uh, actually, Warren? it was like the, the, one of the only times I think the band's ever responded uh, this year. To like crowd noise, where he's like, "Is this the way it is? Are you gonna do that?" They, they, are, they are. They are. It's, it's totally dead pants. Yeah. It's, it's dedicated. <laughs> it's dedicated to Rich and Warren, actually. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This is this the the way it is. Um, I mean, 
pretty sweet to have a, well, you can look at it two ways, a cover this high, but just the spaces that Rick reaches in this jam, I think, like, it's it's one of the prettiest jams of the year, without question. Insane melody. Um, yeah, I recall being in that space with, I was standing with Brian and Kevin, Jive and Kevin, and um, yeah, it was it was just, you know, so beautiful for this for the moment and and being in the woods and um, yeah, just quite shocking. I still every time I listen to that, it sort of takes me back, which is what we do, what we want when we listen to music. It's a great jam, jam of the weekend. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's such a gorgeous TED jam. Um, no problems here for the way it is. It's actually my number five um, of the year. Um, so yeah, I, I've got this one, um, you know, certainly getting out of the first round. And since this is the last, uh, the, the last matchup of the first round in, in the Larry bracket, um, I'm just going to go ahead and, and keep talking here. And I'm going to say that the way it is and echo of a rose, I think are the clear elite eight guys here. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be a really good matchup. Those are two such good jams and, you know, ver this year versus last year, we're going to have a lot of jams where it it's going to be really sad to, to have to vote against some of these. Um, I, I kind of feel like we didn't really see that until the very end last year. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this is a, this is another case of an Elite Eight jam, uh, an, an Elite Eight matchup where I, it's going to be hard. I mean, I'm going to go with Echo. Uh, you know, Echo's coming out of the, out of the Larry region for me. But it's going to be really, really sad for me to, to see that, that the way it is, um, you know, make an exit. Only three covers this year. Only three covers in the whole bracket. Where huh. Wade is 2021 and half step. Oh, 2021. Okay, so we'll go up to five. And Incredible stat. You got a handful. Yeah, look out Cleveland. Uh, I don't know. I'm scanning the bracket. Um, anyway. Uh, moving on, so uh, that's it for the Larry bracket, as Jive mentioned. So I, I think the consensus is: Do we all have Echo coming out of here? That one's going to be hard for me personally. I think. Yeah, uh, you know, Echo is probably uh, like we talked about this a little bit, and like I almost like Echo more than I like Western Sun from that same show. Um, I don't know it. You know, it's a lot of the same kind of jam. Um, but like, oh man, I I really i just hope in this whole bracket that folks like spend a minute and, and or a few minutes and listen to uh Please. this the way it is because it, it's spectacular um and it's we gonna be a shame you. when this one like kind of bows out yeah well i mean I, I i think when it comes to covers like you you don't expect them to be as good as that one was um because they don't do it time and time again right like it's not like madavon where like mm -hmm. they play madavon you're like yeah damn like they crush madavon this one is is something different and unique and, and really cool. So like if you listen to a ton of goose and like you haven't listened to this one, like this is the one to listen to, um, because it's uh, it's just such a good jam. But yeah, I think Echo kills it and like that's gonna be a sad day. There we go. <laughs> All right, moving into our final region uh, of the of the bracket, uh, we've got the Dawn region, uh, and leading it off, we've got uh, the absolutely incredible. Uh, Madhavan, one seed from June 19th at Legend Valley. Just before we start, again, we mentioned the sandwich rule earlier. Um, when we say the 619 Madhavan on this bracket, we are talking about the jam segment after Moby. 
Okay, so it is not all three parts. You will see on the Nugs playlist that uh, we're going to put out, it's just that second part. Um, it's just the jam. Um, so, yeah, when you're listening and taking this into consideration, make sure you take that accordingly. Uh, and that's up against the Empress uh, from New Year's Eve at a 16 seed. I was not the only one that had this one down. Uh, really great Empress, um, but this Madhavan steamrolls everything in its path. It's my favorite goose runaway freight train jam. It's amazing. Lordy, that playback. That playback in the Madhavan after the Moby. Holy bejesus. Holy I would just Lord. like to give a special shout out to uh, Danny Roses uh, because, or Danny Rosie uh, for spoiling uh, that they played Moby as a sandwich there. Uh, he was at the show and we were webcasting um, and he texted the group um, before it happened on the webcast. Um, <laughs> before the days we knew that, I knew that there was the, the big lag. Um, mm. Yeah, this, this uh, <clears throat> like you were saying, Ryan, you know, good Empress, um, fun in the moment. Madavon, no question. This one, just I listened to it again today. I think, you know, like you said, it's 13 minutes or so, just this portion of the track, but it is balls to the wall probably some of the hardest and most aggressive jamming i've ever heard from them i mean in the moment was just losing it um shout out bruce was raging that one with him and uh yeah um spuds on the drums shout out from jeff it's just i think you know everyone is so locked in from you know ben peter and rick are just feeding off of each other sort of the two guitar attack this one, I mean, it kind of has that 710.99 chalk dust feel for me where it's like a 14-minute jam that basically still holds its own against anything with length just because of the energy. Yeah, I think that's, that's a great way of putting it for sure. Um, we move on to the next matchup. Uh, oh, wait, got... can, we, can we talk about oh. that a little bit more? Yes. I mean, this one is a monster. And uh, I, I think what really stands out in this this particular gem is like, like just how tight it was. Like the whole stop start thing where they were doing like kind of like quarter note rests and like kind of like jumping back in and how they found that, um, I think really is what makes this gem special. Like sure it's high energy and, and all of that, but like they, I, I, I don't know how you get to that space in improv where like everybody decides to all stop at once and start on a dime. Um, and it's just, really special playing and if you think about kind of the arc of like the the shows that they played over a course of time right like so just before this was perry and just after this was um was uh eau claire um like this was really like kind of the peak of what they had going in the summer um and this jam is like the peak of that like they were all so locked in together uh i i, I still every time i listen to it i i, I can't believe they arrived at that jam when they were doing that start stop piece it, it really is like pretty nuts it's an extraordinary piece of music and it kind of gives us glimpses into where where i hopefully we all hopefully uh hope to see them go more for sure um all right our next matchup we've got uh the drive from november 12th at an eight seed up against the time to flee from uh november 10th uh, at a nine seed, I, th I think Flea takes this here. I really like this drive. It's a nice, gorgeous jam, but I, I really like this. I really like this Flea. Yeah, I, I, I'm probably on the other side of this one, um, Ryan. 
I think this drive has has a super super cool last I don't know four or five minutes maybe. Um, it's 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 very unique um, to you know versus you know a lot of a lot of other drive jams like you talked about earlier. Um, this flea is good. Um, you know we've we've also talked about how many good fleas there have been. Um, out of all of those, you know, fleas from this year that went type two, this might be, if I had to say one is my least favorite or that I thought was the least awesome, it would probably be this one. Um, so I'm, I'm, I think I'm going with the drive here. Yeah, I'm drive all the way to, um, <clears throat> like you said, Brian, I think this was one of my hasty ranking moments where I think I called one of the best sets of the year. Um, but maybe i'm thinking a couple of nights before but the drive that this was the melt into the slow tumble and um yeah yeah just it's it, the space that they find like you said on the last five minutes just sort of insane and and sort of uh, unique in ways that we don't really hear so it's like sort of those those moments where they're they're trying something and it's actually the execution of it as well like finds the space they're taking those risks which you know admittedly they've been they played played a little safer a couple years ago and sort of type sort of one type one dimensional type of jams so it's good to see these new flavors i and i was so happy uh when they played slow tumble again uh for the first time since june i absolutely love that arrangement and i'm hoping in uh in early 2023 when we're talking through the 2022 bracket i'm hoping we've got a slow tumble on so vibey um That'd be sick. Tumble with the accent. Is that is that what it is? Stumble? Tumble? Slumble. Slumble. So many different names for it. All I know is that it's awesome. Uh, next, we've got one of my absolute favorite jams of the year. Uh, the Magic School Bus Wisteria uh, from July 6th. Uh, that's a five seed. Um, and that's up against the 12 seed at the Legend Valley, Elmeg, the Wise. Uh, from June 19th. I just, I love this Wisteria so much. Um, it just, it, it just pushes and pushes so much momentum, such a great groove. And the Magic School Bus Jam is so good and goes so hard. Into an echo, too. Yes, great and that echo yeah. is a favorite of uh, meals. Um, but but the, Magic, that echo. the Magic School Bus Jam. <laughs> Yeah, the Magic School Bus Jam it's is so sick. good. And it, it, it's very, yeah, you can definitely hear Peter um, playing around with it a little earlier than, than the rest of the band as they hook up. Good Elmig. Um, I think I had it higher in the moment and sort of after the fact. Got a couple listens to it recently um, before doing the rankings. And it's very good. It finds some really good space near the end, but it takes a little bit to get there. Um, you know, but part of uh arguably the one of the best shows if not the best show of the year for me so um but it's gonna lose to wisteria yeah i i don't think wisteria has as much of a problem here um and i'm in the same boat actually with that elmeg i i originally had it higher um and then some people were making fun of me and so i had to lower it <laughs> you were getting bullied mine was even higher that's that's what we do here yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the real safe space ranking these What's dudes. I, mean, yeah. I think now's a good time to really talk about like how much we we talk about it with, with each other and and really like 
look back at these tunes and say like, well, like you know, I have this one here, and then like we all kind of like talk about it, and then you kind of look at it again. Um, I, I don't know. I would uh, just like to oh. I would just like to mention two things about Meal. Number one, um, anybody who's listening right now, you are very lucky because I have had the opportunity to edit the volume of his microphone uh, <laughs> so he's not, like four times the volume of the rest of us. Holes in your ears, but also um, Meal is um, probably the biggest proponent of rank shaming out of the five of us. That's patently untrue. Huge rank shamer. Uh, is definitely the rank shamer. Uh, I just followed his lead. Here's see. This is this is what people are going to be listening for. You get almost an hour and a half in, and here's where like the drama starts unfolding. He's he's thieving joy left and right, <laughs> left and right, all over the place. I you know what? How many times, Neil? How many times have I heard from you about the number of empresses on my top sixty-four? How many times? Well, half There's as many as you that. you've heard from from Jai, I, I would say. The I think he kind of he kind of paddles on piles on after you after you started. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I didn't originate the the emperor shaming. Yeah, Neil. I, I love Meal Meal Okay. Lonzo. All right. That, that's enough drama. Um, let, let's move on to our next matchup here. <laughs> We're almost done here. Um, we've got uh, the at a four seed, the Arcadia from June 18th at Legend Valley up against the Fred the Festival creatures at a 13 seed. That's August 21st. Uh, I really like this Arcadia. I really like that uh, cool slowed down ending thing that they did. Oh my this god. This one time I hope they do it again uh because it's awesome. I really hope they do it again but instead of fading it out, I hope they use that as a build into like the normal ending of it. I think that would work really really well and be really really cool, <laughs> but I want to see this slowed down ending make a reappearance. I yeah, another unique unique moment and take on a song. We had the straightforward uh Shwayze, Swanzi or more sort of straightforward version on 611 which is just finds amazing space um but this arcadia from legend valley is just yeah it's it's super unique has some moments kind of like the el meg which was just above it in the in the uh, bracket um that sort of it takes a while to get to the space but once they find it uh they got there a little quicker i think it's you know it kind of blows the creatures away for me but might run into some issues later on yeah, for for the fourth best Arcadia of the year, this Arcadia is still pretty yeah. fucking good. So I yeah, no no problems no here against the creatures. Arcadias. This was also it was the first Arcadia to crack twenty minutes since Buffalo, I believe. Um, really, really great jam in the moment. But I think we all still um, were at the consensus even on that night at right after it happened. I think we all still had Swansea ahead of it. Um, you know, which going back to that one seed jam, it's really good. I definitely had the attendance bias of this one was better, but I retract that statement now. There you go. <laughs> You've it's learned. It's Arcadia, but it's all right. <laughs> uh, next matchup, uh, we've got the uh, All I Need from November 21st uh, in Denver at a six seed up against the Old Man's Boat from Atlanta, November 7th at an 11 seed. This, I mean, I think it's a lot closer for me than it is for you guys, but this matchup is, like, splitting hairs for me. It's such a tough decision. I love this old man's boat jam so much. Again, another so 
like another vintage vibe moment that's just exceptional. Uh, Peter has this like slight distortion on the vintage vibe during this jam, and it's not like you know it's not like really in your face about it, but it's just kind of there, and it just kind of like pushes the sound a little bit, and it's it's amazing. I know Jive would say that hey, this is a jam bracket, not a song bracket. How cool is it to see this new song, "The Old Man's Boat," appearing on the bracket? Yeah, yeah. Is it is it the only uh, new original that makes the bracket? I believe. No, there's a life on. Oh no, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! Oh my god. Um, this is yeah. This no. This old man's boat. I think this is a good uh, example of what we were saying earlier sort of has the 2021 jam packaged on the end really nice beautiful spaces but i think it all i need uh takes it no question for me the a one jam all i need if i recall um right in the middle of the set really set the tone for that weekend for for myself being there in denver there's like i think probably four or five minutes in the middle to get that sort of touch on a lot of darkness um new spaces that they've developed this year but like it really sort of epitomized what they've worked on in the last year jam wise and um maybe one of my some of my favorite minutes of the weekend i would say like it this this jam has a lot of good moments and spaces Mm -hmm. Uh, and while we're talking 11 21 uh, let's give a shout out to that rockdale uh that was also one of our uh just missed the bracket picks um you know that's that's an explosive jam right there. Also hits that Arcadia-like space, uh, similar to the uh, Terminal Five lookout Cleveland. Um, I, I think a, Rockdale. It's a, cover, it's, a, it's a cover song, though. It, so, but if Rockdale is a cover, then <laughs> if Rockdale is a cover, then so is Empress. Fair and Tumble. And Tumble. So those are all covers now. Hot tea too. Jive, can we have a Jive? Can we have a ruling here? So no, this isn't my ruling. I go by I go by what's on the fantasy site. That this is this was classified, and and by what coach, um, you know, puts out out in his notes. But hey, look, it's it's currently being regarded as a cover. So, um, but maybe with an asterisk, we'll see we'll see what it looks like next year. What what would you what would your personal opinion be? It's not a cut. No, it's not a cover. No, these aren't covers uh, because because that it, look it's if you if you call if, like you guys were just saying. I mean, if you call one of these a cover, then you're you're then They're half the catalog covers. is a cover. Yeah. So okay. It's an, it's an well, there we go. I I you know I see while we're talking about Rockdale, I see Rockdale is kind of a very it, it results in a very similar jam to Lookout Cleveland. Um, but it's an original song. It's an absolutely incredible original song, and I think, you know, it fills a very similar role. Um, and I really like, you know, what they've done with it outside of the Nola version that kind of destroyed that spirit of the dark. Horse. Yeah, I, I re- And I know we're getting off track here, but the opener on twelve yep. uh, thirty. Oh my Great. goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was just, uh, like, just yeah, going to say the same. The yeah, band. I was just going to say the same, Kevin. I, you know, I, I really thought it, it, uh, it was a great opener. Um, I, I, I don't know that I would have, you know, considered it, a, you know, a, a top opening song. But yeah, hearing him open with it and just comes out with has a really nice jam, um, and then you know goes back energy. into the lyrics at the end. 
it's it it yeah it can it can really fit anywhere. And then just one you know one final thought on you know the, the all I need um, as we talk about the Rockdale. I mean that was a hot hot set. I mean that that was that was one of the great one of the great first sets um, of the year. I think you had the all I need the Wisteria the Echo the Rockdale. There was a lot of really really good jamming in that in that set. Yeah, true. The ERA yes. opener. It's no surprise they released that one. I mean, it really was worthy of a release. Um, that that first set is is incredibly hot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, next up, uh, we've got uh, three seed the Wisteria from November tenth up against uh, the only lead the way of the bracket at uh, a fourteen seed uh, from October 29th. Uh, this is the one with the crazy dark jam in it, isn't it? For the I Wisteria. Mean, uh, the lead the way. It, it, lead I mean, the way, yeah. Still, it still loses to the way. Wisteria uh, either way, but it, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, the Wisteria, to me, kind of follows a similar path uh, to the Bingo Tour one, but kind of a slower or a more laid-back vibe. Yeah, no, we talked about that, you know, shortly after. It, it had the length. Um, I think in the moment, you know, I, I was super stoked that they, you know, that they were just continuing with that jam. Um, but yeah, and listening back, you know, I, I know, I know you and I at least both did, did an AB test with, with bingo tour. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I think for both of us, bingo tour still comes out on top. So this is a good, but back to the bracket, you know, I mean, yeah, this is a great, this is a great wisteria. It's going to beat the lead the way. Um, even though that might be the best lead the way it's got a, it's got a really strong, but fairly straightforward, um, jam, um, definitely worthy of, of everyone giving it a listen. Um, yeah, the, the Wisteria comes out of this one, I think, pretty easily, but that might be as far as it goes. Yep, I think it loses to all I need. Well, we shall see what happens. I, I actually think that uh, the, the Magic School Bus Wisteria is better than this one. Uh, yeah, I agree. That's, that's fair. Me. Yeah, I mean, I think this one has length, and, and like the Magic School Bus Wisteria kind of has more interesting jamming to it. A shame that lead the way will die here because um, it's a really cool lead the way um it's like one of a handful of one of a handful of like really cool tunes i think that like isn't gonna make it far in the bracket or like some that didn't even make the bracket um but uh this one is neat um like you know kevin uh it's like like the bob john oh my goodness uh, that didn't make the bracket you know it's like one of those yeah. ones that i think everybody should listen to um but isn't gonna make it far in the bracket uh, it's it's a pretty sweet tune. Kev, now that now that it's been brought up, would you like to talk about that, Bob Don? Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so it's not a it's Kev not a, Bob Don. it's not a super long Bob Don, but uh, it's Blissy, man. And it, it, Which like, version? Uh, Which version, Kevin? You oh, gotta I, I think we're, the date. We're we're talking about KC here, the Kansas City one, I think. Uh, November seventeenth. And. I mean, for me, like they changed the outro, though, and they've been doing this all year with all of their songs, like just tweaking different parts of them and making them more interesting by speeding them up or slowing them down or playing them, you know, and, and it's been interesting to see the evolution of all these songs and, and Bob Don, for me, it's one of those things where I could just fall asleep to it, not in a bad way, but because it just makes me feel so cradled and so, so uh, just so loved, like it's just so blissful and I love it. Yeah, I, I found myself in the last week or so, um, you know, I, I learned 
Bob Don on piano, and I've just been playing that like kind of slower outro over the chorus progression a whole bunch, and it's it's very soothing. It's got to really feel do. soothing, man, and that's just it. the most excellent way to describe it. Yeah, yeah, it was and, it was really cool to to catch it live, and uh, and I'm I'm glad to see that uh, you know by they played it uh, in Chicago again, so I'm I'm hoping it sticks around in every Bob Don that comes after, and I hope we see it. Uh, I hope there's a Bob Don on the bracket next year, Kev. I really do. Um, and, and while we're giving shout-outs to things that didn't make the bracket, I would like to honor the uh, Westville shows in June. Westville uh-huh. Flea. Westville Flea, let's honor the Westville Flea. Westville Flea um, and just uh, that two-night run because I know there are going to be a lot of people upset that there is nothing from those two shows uh, that made the top 64. Um, but we would just like to let you know we are thinking of all of you. If this was a moment of the year bracket, that factory <coughs> fiction would be a one seed. Um, and those shows uh, were very special and meaningful to the band. Um, there were advocates on the council for Flea. Yes, shout, out Brendan, shout out Brendan and Becca. Shout out Love Brendan you guys. Of course. That's for you. sure. And, and also uh, to Seekers on the Ridge, which is awesome. And Seekers Part 2 so good and explosive um we're getting off track i think we'll we'll talk about a few more jams that uh just missed the cut uh after we finish we're almost there we got two more matchups left uh we've got at a seven seed uh the arrow from new year's eve in chicago uh up against a 10 seed which is the white lights from legend valley on june 18th the only white lights in the bracket Shout out White Lights this year. I, lo- I love White Lights. Um, I don't care who knows it. Um, it's really catchy, and it jams really well. I think that, I think it was most improved song of the year in a lot of a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, it uh, This version in particular sort of has a little bit of a stop-start feel that we saw with the Madhavan uh, and the one seed in the bracket. They, re- they find this sort of open E section uh, that Rick does really dark, very unique for the song um and uh i think there was a lot of great white lights this year um you know unfortunately they didn't know they, they you know people aren't gonna sort of see them in the bracket here but this one i think could 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 pr- cause a little upset great era i need to hear it some more having having a you know happened just the other day yeah, this... and this white lights like the arcadia from june 18th has that atypical kind of slowed down ending thing this has the mindless body really jam cool. Yes. Yep. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, let, just, let me just re- real quick, Ryan. Yeah, so um, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty high on this arrow. Um, I've been listening to it a lot the last few days just to kind of confirm. Um, but, yeah, top, top arrow for me. Um, so I don't think it has much of a problem here. Um, but, but, yeah, we'll see. I would agree with you. I think arrow wins here. Uh, but both of them are going to uh, get – steamrolled by what we've got in our final matchup of the bracket. Uh, I know there's one of us who's very excited uh, for this one. We've got our 15th seed, uh, the August 21st Hot Tea from Fred the Festival, up against our two seed, the November 6th Rosewood Heart uh, from Atlanta. Now, Mr. Uh, Danny Rosie, would you like to start us off on this one? Yeah, the um, I think I had this one two overall for the Atlanta Rosewood, just a, a great version, um, in a, in a year full of, you know, very good, good 
versions of the song, but yeah, this one's got length. Um, it's got a lot of great melody from, uh, from Rick and finds a lot of sort of unique, different, beautiful spaces that the song can get to. But I think when we, when they're able to take it out, you know, beyond 20 minutes and kind of stretch its legs, it, it has the chance to fall, but this one kind of just never loses steam for me. I think it, this one's going to, this is going to be a great matchup down the line. Every time Danny Rosewood says length, is anyone else thinking girth? <laughs> my my brain doesn't automatically go there, but I mean, you do you. Um, Danny Rosie, I have a question: this or Hosewood? <sighs> that would need an A B side I by side. So, yeah, so Ryan's talking about the South Farms. Um, Rosewood for for those the nine seventeen, um, <clears throat> ooh, that that'd be a good matchup. Neil would be able to talk, to uh, chime in as well. No, oh, well you know I'm a big fan. That's my Twitter handle and all. But uh, I mean, you know I I think Jive said this last year where like uh, he was like kind of saying that the nine seventeen does one thing and does one thing really well. Uh, I think this Rosewood does more than one thing really well. Um, it kind of goes a few different places, and it's really it's spectacular. We talked about it at the time, like, right after the show, and, like, Jai was saying that, like, he thought it was, like, you know, really spectacular jam, and I, like, kind of picked up on it and re-listened, and, and I love this jam. Like, it's it's really, really good. Um, I still like 917. It, it The one place it does go is, is so spectacular um, that I just I'll keep coming back to that one. There we go. Jive, you got a final opinion. Yeah, I, I, I have done the A-B test, um, and it's 917 still for me. It's still the GOAT. Um, but this not it, not, by, not by a long shot, that's for sure. I mean, this, this jam is incredible. Um, so, yeah, awesome, awesome jam. Um, and then just to, to just kind of segue into what, who's coming out of Dawn, um, it's got to be the it's got to be the Legend Valley Madavan. I mean, I think that's that's for me still one of the top top jams worthy of the one seed. Um, yeah. But uh, but that'll be a good matchup because you know what what'll be interesting about this matchup, um, and and you know we didn't really mention this with the uh, a couple of the previous ones, but when we get down to the Elite Eight here, um, to 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 declare the winner of of this region. You're looking at a at a little bit of a disparity in length of these jams, so it might be interesting to see if people, um, you know, maybe give the eleven six Rosewood a little bit more, um, maybe yeah. more votes just because of how much longer it is. I, I would like to mention though that the the Madavan is thirteen minutes, but that is without the song portion. So normally, if this Madavan did not have a Moby in the middle, it would be a nineteen or twenty minute Madavan. 13 minutes of fire. So just, just you know, I urge people, again, as we've been urging you this whole time, listen to each matchup uh, as you're deciding who's going to win. You know, don't just make an opinion based on what you think uh, prior or by looking at it. Uh, does everyone agree that that Madavan's coming out of this region? Yep. It's like not even close. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I think there's like a couple things to consider when you think about a jam coming out of a region. Like one, like whether or not it's like really hot jam, or also whether or not like like people really love the jam. And like this is a jam that everybody knows, uh, and it, it's gonna go far. And I think this one takes it all, even though it's not my favorite jam of the year. 
<laughs> there we go. All right. And now that we have gone through all four regions, which is crazy, uh, everyone's going to pick their champion. Uh, you know, what do you think is winning this bracket? I think at, at least most of us, um, I mean, I'm going with the a Western Sun from Perry, I think. I think it comes, I think the final is a Western Sun against Echo of a Rose. So, I mean, go get yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. how big was that Perry show? Um, uh, you know, that, you know, we got the, it's so funny because, you know, we're, we, we, yeah, we got Chris. the Huey, we got the, <laughs> we got the, what, wait, who, who am I thinking? Um, we got, we got, we got the, we got the, we got the, let's talk about the first four songs. We're now talking about the first four songs. If you, if you would have, if you would have, you know, talk to me during the, during the login suite, you know, I don't know how happy I would have been that night, but it's just so crazy how a Western sun and echo of a rose closed out that set with, I mean, almost, almost 60 minutes of just incredible playing. And then there's nothing in the bracket from that set too, but that I, I love no the Empress. Oh, oh Empress. I'm sorry. Yeah. Empress. The Empress. I, I love that. I no, love that. Set about too. My Empress. Yeah. <laughs> jive i i love that set too um really super strong mist great travelers first time peter um dropped the synth um you know vibe in the travelers um i love the only dark horse with thunder. only dark horse with thunder the only um it's all over now baby blue of the year which and i, I I'm, I'm a huge fan of that song always love the dead's cover of that song um just a super super awesome show and i think it's i think it's very fitting that um you know we have a there's a possibility that the finals is a match of two songs from the same show i mean i think that's incredible and i think a western sun wins it but very close yeah anyone, anyone got something different uh no. than a western sun for your champion that's a good call and i think listening i'm gonna pick a western sun as well it's gonna be a good matchup with Madavan. I mean, this this show I think will continue to grow for me as well. Like uh, like Brian, like uh, Jive said, the the back half of it, it's just it's really it's sort of the three quarters, you know, once you hit a Western Sun. But like you said, it's 60 minutes of a, a set that was you know an hour and 30, and uh, the whole show is just front to back, pretty spectacular. Yeah. So. For me, I, 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 I have to go back and listen to th three songs. I need to listen to the 615 Echo again, uh, the same uh, uh, Western Sun, and then put that up against the Madhavan, even though it's shorter than both of those versions of those songs, and, and, and probably think about it from there. Uh, because even though that Madhavan is just sub-12 minutes, uh, it's a pretty aggressive exploratory 12 minutes. Yeah. So I need to. I need. I. I really need to listen to those three versions of those songs again, and put and put them up against each other, and in the variety that the those other you know the twenty five minute and those other versions, just to kind of just to kind of see how they stack up. I would like to give a special shout out to my friends who convinced me to hang out with real people instead of live streaming on June fifteenth. Um, that was a bad call. <laughs> And this is why I, I don't normally let people convince me not to watch a show because then I usually miss something really cool. I remember looking at my phone uh, towards the end of a Western Sun and being like, 
Has Jive forgotten to tweet something? What's going on here? Like, oh, this was a mistake. I think I had a hockey game that night, Brian. <laughs> um, Brian, I uh, I ended up catching all of a Western Sun and then into Echo. And yeah, in the moment. I remember um, I had like the first two minutes of turned clouds and then I tuned in for it's all over now, baby blue. So I missed like and then I turned it off again before Empress. Like I, I missed it. I missed it all. <laughs> um, anyway, so now that we've gone through this whole bracket, um, you know, I, I just want to briefly mention, you know, we already mentioned a couple of the jams that just missed the cut. Uh, but I also want to mention, you know, we mentioned the Bob Don from Kansas City. Uh, we mentioned the Westville Time to Flee. I also want to mention the Eau Claire Yeti. Uh, that's yeah, a really good sure. jam. Yes, sir. I didn't make it. Um, one of two jammed out Yetis of the year. Uh, what were a couple other ones that we had that were that were close? Um, I had the I, I had the Mission Ballroom Factory Fiction, um, and I think I might have been the only one who had that in a, in my top sixty four. So it did not make the bracket. Um, but I thought that that, again, I, mean, I thought it was a great, uh, I thought it was the better factory fiction of the year personally. Um, and I thought it had some really cool moments, um, especially kind of towards the end of that jam. Um, made my list, but didn't make the bracket. I think we already talked about this one, but I really liked the Echo of a Rose from Montana. Um, it's seven minutes of just pure fire of Rick just aggressively shredding. Um, There's a nice and, clav in there, too. Yeah, With the vocal. Like, not in like a shredding kind of way where like he just plays like a shit ton of notes. It's like shredding where there's like, you know, kind of emotion to it and, and the whole band is there with him. Um, and, you know, it's it just wasn't good enough to make the bracket, but, you know, it's like that handful of tunes I was talking about earlier that like maybe like aren't up there with like the best jams of the year, but certainly worth a listen. You were also a big disco Inferno guy. I did like the dark disco. Yeah. The, from new Orleans. Right. Um, and, um, you know, like I could see, like, it definitely doesn't make the bracket, but it reached a spot where it's an incredibly unique jam for the band. Um, I, I can't really think of a jam in, in 2021 that actually sounds like that jam. Uh, it's pretty spectacular. Yeah, I um, think I mean covers as a whole too. Weird fishes from Swansea, six yeah, eleven, very yep. much worth a listen. Um, all the covers this year. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that one a little bit. Like the the weird fishes, like uh, kind of gets this like cool like droning jam vibe to it um, that I thought was like you know very very good in terms of where their covers go but like i had to like kind of pull back on that one from the bracket because i thought it was very similar to kind of how fish in the sea jams go and like no fish in the sea made it this year so didn't feel like right to pull that one into it cross-eyed from kansas city was good yes extraordinary um also the um oh i just had it up oh the charleston hot tea i know you guys disagree with me uh, a little bit on that one, but I I really really like that version. Um, it caught me very off guard uh, at the time when you know webcasting that uh, very slowed down version. You know the really digging into the groove. I I think it's I think that's a really fantastic jam right there. It's a great chair too. Really nice uh, double wide camping chair. The Charleston. The Charleston. There were. Can I ask you guys a question? <laughs> question. Can I ask you guys a question since we're all just kind of chatting right now? 
Yeah. Like wh- some of the new songs that they started p- playing, like Dark Horse SOS. Like, what do you hope that they jam out? Like, what do you hope appears on the Dark back Horse? End? Dark Horse appears. Also, on the SOS. Their Dark Horse is worth a listen to. I know we were. I. Yeah, I, I would love to see I would love to see a huge Dark Horse come out next year. Um, I mean, SOS has just continued like from the early summer. It's just continued to kind of that song you know, just moves out. me, man. It's it's such a good song. You know, I I think there's going to be at least one version in the future where they take it uh, and they stretch out, you know, into extended Type Two territory. At least one of the sections. Uh, but if it stays in its current form and it's just like a 15 minute just dose of like feel good awesome jamming like you know all of them just absolutely kill that song um peter's organ solo i just absolutely love um yeah it, it, it's a such a great another I'm glad yeah, those brought are, that back. another jam that uh that did not make the bracket but that one of us had in our top 64 and that was and that was daniel was the the terminal five jive lee which just missed my top 64. I, I, I really yes. dug that jam. Yes. And, and, and I, so no, no Jive Lees, no yeah. Jive Lees in the bracket. Um, I, I don't think it was quite the, the, the year for Jive Lee that, that it had last year, but there were some really awesome versions. I, you know, the, the, uh, the Eau Claire version was also pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Terminal 5 was really good. The Suwannee. What was the other one? The Suwannee. And then, uh, yeah, and then, and then the Suwannee. Yeah, the, the Suwannee just with, you know, you mentioned uh, Rick's tone that night. Um, yeah, I mean, he, the, his, the crunch of his guitar and just the power of that Jive Lee jam. I mean, so good, so good. So, yeah, so definitely some, some good Jive Lees this year, even though nothing made the bracket. Yeah. And then, like, last one to mention from the graveyard of, like, tunes that, like, one of us voted for um, that didn't make it. Uh, was that slow ready, which we talked about a little bit earlier. We were talking about the drive from Eau Claire, uh, mm-hmm. which is like the goat slow ready. It, it's, it was awesome. Uh, well, I, yeah, I really like what they did with uh, jamming that out. Uh, outro jam, yeah. Yeah, that the, the two times they did it, the other time being in Atlanta. Um, I hope they continue to do that. You know, it's currently two for two on absolutely incredible segues. Um, the Atlanta one going perfectly into arcadia so I'm, I'm hoping they you know find new ways to explore that uh outro jam for sure um well i think we've had a really amazing discussion here it's been a little bit longer than we thought it was going to be but i i think it's been awesome so thank you all uh the four of you thank you so much for uh being a part of this um i'm really really excited uh for what the five of us have put together here I hope all of you are as excited as I am uh, for the start in a couple of weeks. Yeah, thank you, Ryan, for, for getting this together, having us on here. Um, it's been awesome to, you know, talk with you and the other guys, uh, Jive and, and Kev and uh, Neil, <clears throat> for the last year, year or yeah. so. And, um, just, you know, a lot, lot of good things to look forward to in, in 2022 for this band. Absolutely. Um, and so, again, if you've made it this far, um, congratulations to you for listening to five guys ramble about <laughs> Goose for almost two hours. Um, we have, um, again, uh, we're really excited about the added game to it uh, this year. Uh, if you missed in the intro, 
talked about how this year we've got a March Madness style um, mini game to it where you can fill out your own full bracket. You will get points based on correctly predicting the outcome of matches. Of course, we do encourage you to pick uh, the outcomes that you think uh, would win based on your own personal preference, not predicting what everybody will vote for, but you're allowed to do uh, whatever you wish. Um, thank you to Jive, Danny, Terry, Meal, uh, again, for helping Seed, for helping be a part of all this. Um, uh, listen to the songs. Listen, listen to, to the, the songs, songs first. Listen to the jam. Thank you. Yes. Please listen to all of the matchups uh, before you vote. Voting again starts on uh, Saturday, the 22nd of January at noon Eastern Standard Time on the at Jive Goose Twitter. Um, all of this information, again, uh, click the link to the blog post in the description, ryanstorm.substack.com. We're going to have even more jam breakdowns coming out while the bracket's going. Uh, help you get more involved uh, as we're doing that. Um, and also, we move through stormy weather. We'll be back uh, this upcoming Monday uh, to our regularly scheduled uh, fish uh, episodes. Um, if anybody who listens to fish is still listening to this, you know, good for you. Um <laughs> The, this this upcoming Monday, I'm really excited to have Brian Brinkman of Osiris Media on. We will be talking about Seven Below, uh, so get excited for that. Got some other great episodes lined up for this winter. Uh, but let's get excited about the Goose Jam of the Year 2021 bracket. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of We Move Through Stormy Weather. Thank you uh, to these four guys for being on with me uh, and for you know doing the bracket having this fantastic conversation. Uh, I say that without any sort of sarcasm. Um, have How a great day, you. everybody. Thank you so much for listening, uh, and we'll see you next time. Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.